podcast. I'm your host, Colleen. Hi, 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 hi. I am so glad you're here, and I'm in a very good mood, if you can't tell. I am very excited for tonight's episode, today's episode. I'm saying tonight because it's Wednesday, October 4th. As I'm recording this, it's nighttime. It's 8 o'clock. It's dark. It got dark at like 6.40. It's kind of depressing. But I'm very happy because I have decided to talk about my ayahuasca ceremonies that I had on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. I am feeling ready and good to talk about it, and I just read my journal, and it just brought me back. Oh, God, it brought me back to the beauty and the love and expansiveness, and also, also how fucking difficult it was. Let me tell you. I will be telling you. So, yes, welcome here. I'm so excited. Okay. Oh, ground, Colleen, ground. When I get excited, I'm very in my head and very heady and I'm trying to center and ground so that I don't go all over the place trying to share this story because my journal's kind of all over the place because I would remember things and write them down and everything. So, yes, so that day, that Friday, I went out to lunch with one of the people in the group. I felt very called to him. I don't know why. I just did. And turns out he was my mat buddy. So he was the person, he was the person to the left of me. So kind of mind blowing that I was connected, like felt connected to him and he was the person next to me. Um, So yeah, we had a good lunch. Friday we carpooled so this woman who lives there in Austin she offered to drive me and two other people so we all carpooled carpooled and as would have it uh Mercury retrograde I think one of the retrogrades (laughs) we put in the wrong address or something happened with the GPS I think we just probably picked the wrong address to go into the GPS and we ended up going an hour and a half the wrong direction so we 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 realized we had to go back an hour and a half in the other direction back to the thing to the place where the space was that ceremony was held and then someone else's car or truck broke down on the way literally maybe 10 minutes from the retreat house wild um there was some other person had issues with flights (laughs) so it was crazy uh, just getting to the retreat house. So we didn't get there till like 7.30. They wanted us there between 5 and 6. So we were really late, my carpool group. Um, but it was good. It was fun to talk to people in the car and everything. So with ayahuasca, you have to drink at night. And that was kind of concerning because you literally start maybe eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night and you don't finish till like four thirty, five thirty in the morning. So you're up all night. So I was like, okay. But I was very excited, very excited. There was a few nervous people. Uh, I think there was nine of us who it was our first time. 
but I was really excited. I was ready. I, I was excited. So you drink. So what we did is we had like a micro drink, micro dose. We went outside to pray to the ancestors of the land and offer the medicine to them. They weren't really happy about that. I'll get in. Actually, I'll just share it now. So apparently, so the husband, the maestro, and the wife of him, they were running the the thing. They were the facilitators. And then there was three guides and two people singing music. So she, we'll call her the witch, she said... This is in the most utmost respect for her because she is a total witch, like very, very powerful woman, very amazing gifts. But she said that the day, that night they were pissed because they were asked, we were asking them if we could drink the medicine there. And the chief of the Native American tribe that was there was like, oh, you're asking? You've pretty much already decided. So they were kind of pissed at us the first night, uh, which we, she told us that in the next day in Integration Circle. <laughs> so they weren't happy with us. So, okay. So you drink, it's like a shot glass. Um, so I drink, first timers drink half of a shot glass. It goes by like ounces. I don't really know how they determine it I kind of forgot but they so I drank it it's we all drink it together it's the most disgusting thing it's it's gross I love you ayahuasca but you taste nasty um someone puked within seconds of drinking it like just puked so I'm like okay that she apparently didn't handle drinking it very well um, God, my hair is nuts. I look like a slob. It's, it's like it was 82 degrees today. It's October 4th. I said that already. It was 82 degrees. I'm like, this is insanity. But it was nice. I sat outside and tanned. Anyway, sidetracked. Okay. So someone was already puking. So the medicine takes about an hour. So you're literally sitting in the dark for an hour waiting for it to kick in. About an hour. It, it I don't know how long it takes because you don't have your phones really or anything. Um, but so (laughs) I of course felt like total and utter shit I felt like I had the flu I felt like I was gonna puke it was horrible I felt awful I I just felt like shit kind of like I did when I did the second round of combo in August. I felt like shit. Awful. Um, Every time I felt like I had to puke, I either cried a lot or I puked. Um, And it was funny. Not many messages came up for me that night, but the ones that did. So the messages that came up, I was laying there because you can either lay on your side or sit up. You're supposed to sit up to like the medicine work through you more, but I literally felt so sick that I had to lay down. I was freaking out. I don't like feeling sick like that. Um, so to feel like that for six hours, seven hours, it was rough. <laughs> so like straight, I didn't really have a reprieve until I puked, which I don't, I think it took me a while to puke, but because I was freaking out about puking for some reason. I don't know why I don't like puking. Um, 
So I'm laying there and I have, I had a lavender essential oil and peppermint essential oil next to me, literally right next to me in arm's reach. I could reach them. I'm sitting there feeling so helpless, so helpless because they were so far away to get to them, which they really weren't that far away. But in my mind, they were far away. What I didn't know then was that that was my inner child's emotions coming through, the hopelessness and helplessness that I talked about last week. So that was coming through. And then I remember sitting there going in my head, I was like, Colleen, you're not fucking helpless. Just fucking, re- like, you're not helpless. Like, I was screaming at myself in my head. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So that's when the helplessness and hopelessness insights came in. I didn't know it was my inner child that time until the second night. But, so that came through. Then right after I cried, because I cried about feeling helpless and hopeless, I even wrote in my journal, uh, I think I wrote, I release hopelessness. I got yelled at for having my light on. But, um, I guess because it was, because the maestro, when he's singing, he has to see, spirit has to see the people. And if you have a light on, it kind of can distract him from seeing people. But I wrote down, I release hopelessness and chicken scratch because it was dark. But, and then right after I cried, I heard my voice, but I believed it to be ayahuasca. She said, you are finally taking care of yourself. And I was like, whoa. Now, this had to have been two hours into it. I don't even know. Um, so, the maestro started singing. I think that's what he is. Shaman maestro. I don't really know what he is. If you're listening, sorry. Please DM me to... Text me to let me know what the heck you're called. Anyway, so he starts singing his chants, the Icaros. Now, I'm fucking Pissed. Pissed pissed like I'm like just shut up I think this is before the hopelessness help but I'm like shut the fuck up stop singing oh my god I just want to sit here in silence I was pissed 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 so fucking angry he would not stop so that night he offered three rounds of drinks so I finally puke at the end of this chant I'm feeling good. I finally feel good. Then I had to go and decide, be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do a, like a mini microdose of ayahuasca again. So this was the second round. So I did more, but it was like a little ayahuasca. It was a little bit. It was like all chunks. And what I learned the next day is that the chunks are like the most potent. So immediately feel like shit again, crying, puking. It was rough. And I think after the second round is when he, spirit works through him and he, spirit picks people that need to be sang to individually. So I got sang to individually and I just was grinning and smiling and like, of course I get picked to sing to first. (laughs) So that was a lesson, an ego lesson, which I found out the next day that he said that a lot of times people when he's singing, people get pissed because you yes, you're not understanding the language because the Icaros is not in English. He he you he shares like a few words in English. Like I heard anxiety, depression, deep breaths because I was like panicking. Uh, creativity was another one. So that was like during the group. He was saying that during the group. Like he sings the Icaros and then some 
English words come through. Uh, but yeah, so when he was singing to me, I was like getting such a deep ego lesson. It was hilarious. I was just smiling and grinning to myself. It was fun. And then I felt better. And then he started singing to other people individually. And every time he was singing to them, I was either crying hysterically or puking every fucking time. I was like, what the fuck? This one dude, we felt so bad for him. He puked nonstop for very, very, very long time. And it's like, you're aware in the group, you're aware of everything that's going on. So when someone's puking that much, your heart just goes out to them. You're just like, holy fuck. Like, God, I hope that's not me. Like, you think that. Like, oh, I hope that's not me. So I kept puking every time he was singing to someone individually. Uh, he, they did a third round. I did not drink the third round. I was like, I'm good. I think I finally started feeling okay. And then the two singers, she and him would sing it's more like grounding peaceful songs because it's not the Icaros. It's just like just singing beautiful, beautiful music. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much my first night. It was awful. I had so much fear about the second night. I did not want to do it. I don't know. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, I did hoppe that night, which is what you do before combo too, but it's a very good grounding and spiritual tool to use its tobacco the tobacco snow I've talked about it before so I did that at this point I think it was like 5 30 in the morning uh one of the facilitators she makes a really good soup so you can have soup in the um after and everything to ground and get nourishment back um I will say puking up ayahuasca is the most bitter nastiest thing ever again I love you grandmother ayahuasca but you taste gross and puke just disgusting it's gross so I did not sleep Friday night at all or Friday morning I did not sleep I went I got out of bed by nine and I just went outside and just sat there and I remember sitting there oh so my and see this is where I'm talking about going all the place so my intention for the first night was to break the glass box that is keeping me stuck I felt that it was like cracking and and then the morning when I was journaling outside I wanted to hold on to the hopelessness and helplessness so badly like I did not want to let it go I saw oh my god angel numbers again oh man I see them all the time um I saw that cracked box like sealing back up again in the morning and I was like what the fuck what the fuck um and then you're like you're you're having breakfast, you're talking to everybody about their night, or you're talking about other things that aren't related to the night while you're eating. And I had so much fear. I was like, I do not want to drink tonight. I did not want to drink Saturday night. I was freaking out. The guy who was puking his brains out Friday night was freaking out about Saturday night. Like there were definitely a few people that did not want to drink Saturday night. And we were first timers. Um so yeah. I tried to sleep again Saturday afternoon, didn't work. <laughs> Just, I did not sleep. Um, integration circle. So we have a circle around like three, two or three in the afternoon and you just talk about what happened. Most beautiful, profound experience. Like just the circle itself is just amazing to hear everyone's stories and just to hear what they were thinking when they were like going through it. And it's 
truly remarkable and that's where you fall in love with everyone it's it's amazing um so that so that was happening um yeah that so the first night was rough second night i'm freaking out did not want to did not want to drink um again we went out and offered to the spirits of ancestors of the land i we found out sunday that saturday night they finally were like okay we understand what you're doing we have respect for you now it's clear that you have reverence for this plant medicine and we're and we understand and we are like they finally were like it's okay that you're here doing this so finally they were happy the chief showed up someone mentioned that the chief showed up saturday night before we drank i was like the chief's gonna show up tonight i just intuitively knew that he was coming i don't know why and that he was gonna be fine it was really weird and then i got that confirmation by someone else sunday but so yep drink ayahuasca again freaking out waiting the hour or however long for it to kick in okay so didn't feel as sick so i was grateful about that i was seeing the dmt like the psychedelic part i was having more of a psychedelic trip this time but so i was seeing the designs a lot more when he was chanting i cried hysterically i mean hysterically my inner child ripped open and just the floodgates came out i was crying a lot I puked a lot more. Thankfully, I didn't puke up actual ayahuasca, so it wasn't as, like, bitter and stuff. It was just, like, water mostly. It was a little bit bitter, but it wasn't as bad. But I puked a shit ton. And one of his chanting, I was, like, like wailing hard, like, hyperventilating, like, wailing. I couldn't breathe because I'm crying so hard. He, in the middle of his chant, he called one of the guides to come over to me, and she's, like, hold, like like breathe she's telling me to breathe and I just couldn't breathe and I'm puking and then I finally calm down I lay back down she goes back to her mat (sighs) maybe 10 minutes later I don't even know hysterical again puking again like I'm like in the bowl bucket just like puking finally stop puking but I'm crying sobbing wailing whatever you word you want to use it just literally could not stop crying I look up there's one guide in front of me he was like praying or something I guess the minister told him to do that to everyone because it was a it was chaos in the room at that point ton of people were puking it was chaos it was nuts it was it was so it was so intense in the room and I felt everyone, and I'm like, this is crazy. And then I'm in the bucket again, and I look up again, and then the witch is now in front of me, and she told me earlier Saturday, like, I'm going to come over, or she said to me, I need to, like, say what I'm feeling, and loneliness came up, and so I felt that before she was in, over there. Like, I felt loneliness. I saw the word in my mind's eye, like, loneliness was there. I felt so alone, and she told me that I felt alone, I'm still sobbing and she's telling me helplessness came up again or hopelessness. I don't, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. I think, 
I don't know. It was one of those words. Um, I'm almost getting to it. Yeah, hopelessness was one of the words. Um, so I was basically losing my shit. So she calls her husband over because <laughs> the maestro and the witch are married. She calls him over and was like, I need you to help me get her out of here. Because <laughs> I could not stop crying. I was a wreck. Uh, it took several, it took a long time to get me out up. Um, one of the guides had to help me, like, care, like, help me. I had to, like, lean on him to get to the, so we were in, like, a ceremony room. And then there's the house you have to walk outside to get to. So we go into the witch room, as we call it. It's their bedroom, but it's like the witch room where her witchy stiff stuff, she like talks to you and tries to do her healings on you. And I'm in there like sitting in there and the guide's doing his thing. I don't know, praying or whatever the heck they do. And I'm sitting there like hunched over, like so freaking out of it. It was wild. And I'm sitting there like I felt so like I was kind of panicking I wasn't crying at that point but I was definitely like in it and so the witch comes in and she's like trying to help heal me and I'm like freaking out and she's like stop it stop it stop it stop it she's like you're throwing a tantrum right now you need to stop so basically my inner child was out so it was my inner child she was freaking out you know, I'm trying to accept help, like, I want the help, but I'm not accepting it, and she's just telling me to stop, you're throwing a tantrum, eventually, like, she was getting, it sounded like she was mad or annoyed, I don't know, <laughs> but I saw her face shape shift into the, like, her witchy face, and I told her the next day, I saw your face shape shaped shift, and she's like, oh yeah, that, that happens, did it, I hope it didn't freak you out, I was like, no, it was freaking cool, I saw someone else's face shape shift too, when they were in the house, but, so she, she leaves, because I think she's like, I need to go tend to the room, because when I, when she left the room, it was chaos, and when I left the room, it was chaos, it was pure chaos, that's just the only word I can think of, it was just crazy, um, so she went back out, I'm laying there in the room, and I was like, all right, get the fuck up, Colleen, so I moved to the couch, put the blanket on me, situated, got situated, so now I'm on the couch in the living room. Someone else was on, the, like, across from me. My friend, she's across from me. She looked like she was tripping out. She told me the next day she was. So that's always fun. So now I'm on the couch listening to the playlist that the maestro, like, has on his Spotify. At this point, I am tripping balls. Tripping balls. I'm seeing designs my body is bending through space and time and I'm feeling every cell and bone and muscle moving. I felt the poop in my colon moving. I was like, this is wild. The guy that helped me earlier when I was crying hysterically, she comes in. She's like, are you doing okay? I'm like, I'm just tripping balls right now. Like, it was wild. I was tripping out. Then the other guy, he came back in because he kept I think he he was a good guide 
like guardian i would say he even has a guardian walk to him when he's on ayahuasca he walks like a guardian like a protector guardian i can't explain it but he has a walk and he's walking around and i asked him if he could help me go to the bathroom because at this point i'm like well if i don't get up i might shit my pants because my colon my poop was moving around so much but the problem was the water the well water ran out so we had no water so the guys all had to bring buckets in of water so we could flush the toilet if we pooped. <laughs> and this, to hear the story of that, the next day was hilarious. They are like, we were tripping out carrying water from the pond to the house. <laughs> like, it's wild. Just I don't know how the guides did anything. <laughs> what? Like, I could not imagine tripping out like I was trying to help somebody. But this is why I'm not a guide. But anyway, so it was funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just tripping out. Um, so he's in there. The witch comes back in to see how I was doing. I was like, I'm tripping out. She's like, well, you're on a psychedelic. I'm like, oh, I know. But I was tripping out. Her and the guide did something like a gratitude to him for like helping and stuff. It was the most beautiful thing. I was crying. And the maestro comes in and he's like, how are you doing? He's like, Colleen, I need you to get back into the room because you're like, because when you're doing ayahuasca, you're supposed to be in the ceremony room. You're allowed to leave, but you're eventually supposed to come back. And I did not want to come back. I was just having fun tripping out on the couch. And then I started freaking like my anxiety came back, like the inner child was coming back. And I was like, but I'm going to feel everyone. And he's like, it's okay okay he's like but you signed up you got to come back into the room so I come back down I get up like I didn't full-blown cry but I was like all right I'll just whatever I could suck it up and go back into the room so I go back into the room I'm kind of like like what the hell am I gonna walk into because I know they already did the second round because one of the singers she came in and I was like when I was tripping out on the couch I'm like how is it in there? And she's like, oh, God. She's like, um, we're about to start the second round. So, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll stay here. So, and you really have no concept of time. So, honestly, I didn't know how long I was gone. So, when three of them were trying to get me back in the room, I was like, oh, I guess I must have been gone for a long time. But, yeah. So, <laughs> go back in the room. It's quiet. It's peaceful, it's grounded, it's just calm. And I was like, oh, this is nice. No one was puking. It was really nice. Uh, the singers were doing their songs. It was beautiful. Everyone was laying down. I don't think I really saw anyone sitting up. I think we were all just tired and everyone was laying down. It was very calm and grounded energy. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, he sang to people. I didn't puke again or cry. I was just like calm and happy. I don't know. I just felt really good and happy. I guess my person to the left of me, he was not doing well. He was having a lot of anger come up that whole night. He was tossing a lot and turning a lot. He ended up being chanted to like up at the front of the room and he ended up puking. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. I, for as far as ceremonies, um, it's wild. And then when we all, cause you, when you call back in the white light, I think, I don't know if that just like 
stops the medicine from working or just calms you down but he calls in the white light and he's like he's like well he's like sometimes you need all hands on deck because we were all laughing like that was insane that was a wild night that was crazy I did not do hape that night they also give you I don't know what it's called but it's a tobacco cigarette but you're not supposed to inhale it you're just supposed to like puff it and like blow it on you to help grounding so I was smoking that a couple times that night to help keep me grounded but it was wild and then that morning Saturday uh, Sunday morning didn't sleep again uh, but I was in bed like you know there was a time when I was young about 10 when my parents had to go to court to get divorced and I was sick with a stomach virus and I was left alone and I'm wondering if that's why I was wondering if that's why like I freak out about being sick because I feel like maybe no one's gonna be there to take care of me I don't I don't know I think the witch told me about that but yeah I just yeah I mean, everything I talked about last week, I still feel it. And I remember, so my intention for Saturday night was, um, oh, what was it? Ease, grace, peace, gentleness, and sovereignty, which I did not get during ceremony, but you get, I got it after. Like, all those things I feel now. The glass rocks breaking from the first night, it's gone. It's not here anymore. I don't feel the heaviness of it. I don't see it anymore. It's gone. It's shattered. It's just... Yeah, I just don't feel that energetic heaviness anymore. I know my inner child released some stuff. She finally put her guard down. I know I have a lot more inner child work to do. And I'm so excited to sit with ayahuasca again, hopefully in January. But yeah, I mean, you get you get what you're, you asked for. Maybe not in ceremony. But you get it. And no one understands it except the people in the room no one and the love oh i love them all so much and i will probably never i'll probably see a couple of them maybe again in my life talk to a couple of them again but i love them all so much and it's <laughs> It's the most beautiful, beautiful experience. Just seeing if I missed anything. But I'm so fucking grateful. So grateful. A lot came through that Saturday night for a lot of people. I missed one man wailing. I guess he was wailing. It was. I heard it was very hard to hear, but... It's so beautiful. The person to my left, when he was going through it and spraying himself with the rose water because we bought rose water and I was spraying myself, but he was going through it and I was just like, I was like, you got this. I like, I'm so happy for you. Like you're healing stuff. Every time I can tell he was in it, oh, 
very rough. I'm like, you got this. When I saw my other friend who was next to him, like diagonally from me, and I saw her going through it, I'm like, you got this. Like, I just was like, you guys are healing so much. I was so happy for everyone, you know, even though they were going through hard things. I was just so happy for them because I know how much healing they're getting and it's funny when the person next to me is spraying the rose water on him I was like yeah I understand like I would laugh I would giggle every time he did that because I was like oh I understand why you're doing it like I understand it's just mm, it's the most beautiful thing of course of course when you share when everyone was sharing I was crying at like so many of them like tears just streaming down my face one of my friends in the car said like how beautiful that was and how vulnerable like that I am and I don't know she's I think she just said it was beautiful I wish I could remember things better maybe that'll be my intention for the next ayahuasca is to remember more things um and then one other person said you know, I was so jealous or something along the lines. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but something along the lines, like I was so jealous of how easily you can cry because it's really hard for me. And and I was like, well, it's one thing I've always been good at is crying. But the thing with me is that I never knew why. I feel the tears and I feel better when I cry, but I never know why I'm crying like, obviously, when my grandma died, I knew, like, the grief, because I would feel the grief. Grief's very easy to spot, but I did not know about the loneliness, helplessness, and hopelessness that I talked about last week, the insights that came up. I did not know that that's why I was crying, and it's... I don't know. Again, I... It's like I have so much to say and nothing to say at all. I have so many feelings that I cannot even put into words about this experience and how how it's helped me so much. It's just mind-blowing and you know I was telling my cousins this past weekend some of them the story and what happened and they're like oh god like and like one of my cousins she sounds intrigued but I know she's scared because she's like I don't want to puke for like three days straight and I'm like I'm like it's hard in the moment but it's not hard now like looking back on it yeah the first night sucked I felt like shit but I'm over it it sucked. I hope, I hope that doesn't happen again, but it could happen again. But to have six, seven, eight hours worth of feeling like shit versus weeks, weeks, hopefully months and years of healing and new insights on my life. To not feel stuck anymore in that heaviness and the depression and the anxiety and the worrying and the fear to not have all that and to be in such, such strong faith who in my life, in my future. 
in my heart to be so expanded. It's worth, it's worth all the discomfort that you sit with while you drink her medicine. It's so worth it. Because I don't feel that depression anymore that I felt and the heaviness that I carried for so long. And I, no matter what I did, I could not get rid of it. Like I said, the EFT tapping and the breathwork do help me. But, like, they helped me for every day to get through the day-to-day. But it never was helping me to break down the glass box that was there. And it finally is gone, and I just am like, oh my god, it's like, I feel so good, (laughs) like mentally, physically I'm dealing with, like, fatigue and stuff, but, and low energy, but I have combo training in a week and a half, so that'll, that'll (laughs) get rid of all that, but... Just to not feel the depression and the heaviness and the anxiety and the fear. It's truly just a breath of fresh air. And yeah, like the mundane, of course, I'm just like, uh, am I ever gonna, like, whatever. It's, It's not as dreadful. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, the mundane, I'm working my nine to five, okay, whatever. But it's not as terrible and dreadful anymore, I think because before I didn't see a future. I didn't see a future for myself besides that. Before, even though I tried. Even though I have this podcast. And I have some certificates and things. I still did not see a future for myself that wasn't what it is now. And that was the worst. I have so much potential and so much love and compassion and just, I want to help people. And I couldn't get grounded and centered in that. And, you know, I still don't fully know my message that I want to share with everyone or who, how exactly I'm going to help people, like... Not the tools, like I'm obviously going to do combo and Reiki and EFT tapping and breath work and stuff, but like their needs. I don't know what their needs are, what they need to heal. I don't know what I'm helping them heal yet. And I don't really know what my mission is or my mission statement, whatever. And still got to figure that out, but... Hopefully, Bufo will help me with that, too, because that's in two weeks, but, like, I'm so excited for training, so excited. I'm so excited to sit with uh, Ayahuasca next year, whether, hopefully, in January and then in June, hopefully. Like I said last week, I am not the same person, and I'm so fucking grateful for that, and... I'm, I will never be the same. And you know what? My heart breaks for those who have had terrible, like, 
psychotic breakdowns in ayahuasca because it truly is a beautiful powerful medicine healing medicine and I wish everybody could take it (laughs) there are definitely some people in my life that I wish could take it but they would probably have a psychotic breakdown and that's not good but or I wish everyone would do psychedelics or something to open your heart because we're just so closed off as a society our hearts are closed and we're in so much fear and dread and hopelessness and helplessness and loneliness and if they could just feel if everyone could just feel the expanse heart expansion and the love and the compassion like the world would be so different i i know like Aubrey Marcus and a few other people talk about any leader who runs a country or any leader of anything should do a psychedelic and ayahuasca because you're not the same after that and they need that so they don't get power hungry crazed controlling you know authoritative like actually be a leader But I just wish everyone could feel this. Because it's beautiful. It's so profound and beautiful. I don't know how long it will last for me. I hope a lot longer. But yeah. I'm in awe. I am so happy and grateful. Um, yeah, I think I think I shared everything that happened. Um, ayahuasca definitely is <laughs> difficult to sit with, but you can have a remarkable, life-changing experience, and hopefully for the better and not the other direction. But I feel my higher self now. She's, I can't feel her fully, but she's here now. I feel her in my soul now. Whereas before, I couldn't feel them at all. I was in such darkness before. Oh, and I will say, sitting in the darkness is a gift too sitting in that darkness and that ceremony like physical darkness not darkness like depression but the physical dark was amazing like meditating for me in the dark with like a himalayan salt lamp is my favorite like being in the dark it's crazy and i used to hate the dark i still am a natural light person but when i want to go inward it has to be dark now because it kind of brings me back to the ceremonies the ayahuasca ceremonies but Yes, that is my story. (laughs) I'm sure I will be talking about it more. But I just wanted to share that story because I was finally ready to more. I I was more so excited to share it. So I hope you all have a good week. And again, if you want me to talk about a specific topic, let me know if you want to be a guest reach out to me. If you have a guest in mind, reach out to me. 
please share this episode with people who you think would like it. Please rate and review on all the podcast platforms that you are a part of. And I love you and I will see you next week.